When the crowd gets loud, that's a pop. But when they find out what that lariat do, that's a monster pop. What is up? It is your boy D Straight, and I am here with real life doctor, PhD, Dr. Destruction. What is up, man? Doing swell. A pumped for this interview episode, our special our second special edition episode. Awesome. And as always, we are joined by former professional wrestler. Twitch streaming extraordinaire, Reclaim Joey. What's happening today, man? Hey, how's it going? I'm very excited to talk to Lala today. Very excited. That's right. This is our first bonus interview episode, and we are thrilled to have underground wrestling legend Ruthless Lala with us. She is going to be talking a lot about her roots in the independent Texas wrestling scene, some wild stories there. Reclaim Joey was a witness to that firsthand. Um, she's going to be talking about what she's doing now. She discusses her philosophy when it comes to in-ring uh, performance. And we were thrilled to do this, man, like to get her on board. And she was so cool. She was just a complete open book. And we had asked her, you know, is there any topics you want to avoid in this discussion today? And she said, nope literally ask me anything how do you think it uh how do you think this went doc i think this went great and you know you said she's an open book and you're absolutely right and in some ways this was as much just you know giving her a platform to just talk as much as it was an interview in some ways like you know. absolutely man and we're thrilled about what her future may hold you know she recently had um some medical problems and was out of the ring for almost two years you know covid uh, the lockdown shutting down a lot of independent promotions, but that played into it. And then, you know, like I said, compounded with some medical issues. She had a lengthy break from the ring and she talks a little bit about trying to knock off some of that ring rust. And I think that at this stage, she's how long has she been wrestling, Joey? Oh, man, I think we she started a little bit before me, like like right before I started. So what, 2006 or seven? Okay, yeah, yeah so something she, like that, yeah. Yeah, so we will have to keep our eye on her because I think her best years might lie ahead in terms of exposure and getting on people's radar. And the independent wrestling scene is, you know, it's such a, a niche thing sometimes, and it harkens back to, you know, the days of the territories with few exceptions. You know, you've got your PWGs and GCWs, Etc., which have national audiences. But some of these things, like that, she discusses. I mean, if you're not in that territory or you're not somebody that's on IWTV religiously, you're not getting exposed to a lot of these workers that are out there, a lot of these wrestlers that are out there. It's pretty fascinating to kind of probe this part of the business and to see where she's headed and the people that she's worked with. A lot of the people that she has worked with are now on TV. She talks a little bit about, you know, an AEW tryout. And she's just great. And we love her. And if you haven't yet, again, we discussed this in the interview, you need to get on the YouTube and type Ruthless Lala into that search bar and see what you, what pulls up. Now, Joey, she talks a lot about the Texas independent wrestling scene again. And could you put that into perspective a little bit? Um, yeah, absolutely. So she she's going to talk about a lot of things that um, 
may not be as well known as some of the other independents out there, there's a whole nother world out there uh, just underneath the surface. Like you said, IWTV has got a lot of that stuff. Uh, this is a really great pr place to hear um, some of the the history of Texas uh, independent wrestling. There's a, actually a pretty big history here. Um, her and I shared some of the same companies that we worked for. We worked with some of the same people, and we're going to end up talking about that uh, where we were both starting our careers out, out back back then. Um, you'll hear about guys like Hugh Rogue, Sexy Steve DeMarco, uh, Necro Butcher. Some people know who Necro Butcher is. Uh, he spent time there as well during that time. And... Um, yeah, I mean, she's she's a great storyteller, and I don't think that uh, you're going to want to miss any of this. Yeah, 100%. And if we haven't sold you on Lala, we'll let you uh, decide for yourself after this interview, and hopefully she'll win you over if she won us over. So take it from Lala, enough of us talking. Take it from Lala, straight from her. We are the Monster Pop Podcast, and this is Ruthless Lala. You're talking trash. You think this is a game. You say you're from the streets. You're not from the streets. Sesame Street, maybe, but you're not from the streets. This is all I do, all day, every day. I don't wake up and make sure my eyelashes look cute. I don't make sure that my hairline and everything is on point and got to get like the straight. And no, I'm ruthless. And at the end of the day, you're going to get caught slipping. And when you get caught slipping, I'm going to give you the lullaby and you're going to go night-night and you are going to understand exactly why I'm just that goddamn ruthless. I'll see you soon. Hey, everybody. We are here with Ruthless Lala, BCW yes. champion, champion all over the place. Uh, hello, Ooh. Lala. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, thank y'all for having me. I'm, I'm still a little bit half awake, half asleep. Like, I, I'm, I don't know what it is. Actually, I do know what it is. You know, gods have to rest eventually. And so this is me resting <laughs> months to, you know, knocking fucking heads off of the motherfucking culture. Respectfully, though. Respectfully. <laughs> That's right. And and we are going to try not to fuck up the church's money here. This is our this is our this is our this is our first interview with this podcast. And we couldn't be happier to have some in my mind a legend. And I was kind of late to the game with Ruthless Lala, but Joey turned me on to her and I went down the rabbit hole watching videos and promos. And the first thing I saw of you was a promo. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, she's terrific. This is terrific. You know, I need, I need her on my TV beating people up. That's what I need. We, That's what I need in my life. And I, I've been following you for a while. We know each other from like way back. At least we've crossed paths like once or twice. Um, it probably was like around like 2007, 2008. I was uh, wrestling on the independence here in Texas. And I can't remember what show that we worked on, but I assume it was like maybe an XCW show or something like that. Did you ever work over at XCW? I, um, I didn't wrestle at XCW, but I was always in the back. Right. Okay. I was always the person that if I wasn't in the back, I was out in the front talking shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was it was either see Texas, okay. Whew, mm -hmm. Okay. So in Texas we had XCW, we had PCW, mm -hmm. we had MPX, we had um IHWE. That Cleaver uh, in Texas that Cleaver show, I can't even remember what it was. 
What? Oh, uh, it's like in a in a in a w a or or in a or in a w or something. In a w a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, you had the show in Point Blank. So many shows. Yeah, R C W A C W. It was a wild time. Yeah, I I, I wrestled everywhere except XCW. XCW was the only place. I didn't wrestle as of yet, but I'm pretty sure that if Knight Davis decides to, you know, bring it out for the one time, you know, I'm going to have to go ahead and call him and be like, hey. <laughs> I would love to put a good word in for you on that one. I, I Like, you know, um, but yeah, I, I don't remember exactly which show that we crossed paths, but I do remember you from back then. So I definitely have been like, like uh, seeing stuff that you've been doing over the years and stuff. It's been a really long time. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, I, I, I showed these, uh, these guys, um, your stuff. Uh, there was that really awesome clip that I saw on Twitter and I was like, I was like, oh my God, that's Lala. And you were just, you really laid into that girl. And, uh, that was, that was really awesome. So I, I showed them that and, uh, and then it just kind of, we kind of went on the, uh, down the rabbit hole and watching some of your stuff and, uh, it's really good stuff. I, I love like how um physical you are that's just the that's the thing that like really stands out the most like can you tell us about like your training and where did you get that style from and like how did you develop that style uh not a problem um i literally got my training from pcw professional championship wrestling which mm -hmm. was Grandsburg, texas uh for some people who didn't know uh it was actually in arlington texas yeah i trained there too six flags mall uh, parking yeah. lot yeah the old yeah. the old cinema that was there in the six flags mall parking lot i trained there too yeah. with uh under lance and wally um i when i started i was under lance bj turner mm -hmm. and steve demarco oh okay um, yeah i remember that I finished sexy, my training. Sexy Steve DeMarco. Mm -hmm. Yes, sexy Steve DeMarco. That's my trainer. That's who I finished with. Uh, not only is he my trainer, not only is he my best friend, but he's also the godfather of my son and my daughter. Um, DeMarco has been by far the best trainer that I could have ever had. Uh, he taught me locker room etiquette before anything. Um, and it was one of those things to where I... I always hang with the boys, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, how some of the chicks were there, it was cringing, you know? So I was like, <laughs> yo, I don't want to be treated like that. Fuck that. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, how do I, how do I, how do I skip being mistreated like that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And just, like, I don't want that. And he was like, look, you do this, you do this, you do this. Hey, I got you, you know? Like, you're protected. Oh, that's it? Say less. Mm -hmm. Had that shit taken care of within like two hours and like legitimately I didn't have to worry about like, you know, to that situation because everybody knew that I was one of the boys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um I learned to kick ass and I also learned to get my ass whooped. But uh it just didn't come from Steve DeMarco. Uh the base the 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 toughness that came from DeMarco, that came from me rolling around with Tim Storm and mm -hmm. Apop, and you know the guys from the Dark Circle rolling around with Keith Lee, you know mm -hmm. rolling around with Mace Malone, you know these are all old school guys that a lot of people don't remember or not even really know who. Yeah, and, uh, I remember them very well. <laughs> but the the roughest and the toughest. Um, DeMarco made me ruthless. Um, 
Hugh Rogue, Sid Murder, uh, Big Sad, mm-hmm. uh, Dave, Crazy Dave, and uh, the XCW clip is Who Made Me the Baddest and the Craziest. Uh, hell, even Chewy Martinez, you know. Um, yeah. I had uh, uh, my first death match was with Chewy. I was scared of shit. Uh, it mm-hmm. was a all collar chain match. And if anybody knows, they know that Chewy's like about six fucking five, six six. You know, this is a pure Chicano. You know what I'm saying? Like, like legit. And I'm like five six, five seven on a good day. But like, I back down from nobody. You know, mm-hmm. we beat the shit out of each other. I I truthfully believe that. The match that we had, it it, it was kind of cringing because we did some shit that uh, a lot of people was like, "What the fuck was that?" And but I was okay with it. Like I really, I I was going through so much at that time to where I wanted to solidify that you know I was just as bad as any guy that y'all talk about. That's excuse me here in Texas. So um, Rogue, uh, Sid Murder. Uh, mm-hmm. Crazy Dave, uh, Masada, like these are guys who I just literally just sat under and watched um, Necro Butcher, you know, like <clears throat> or as I call him, Uncle Dylan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I had Dylan. To sit down with these people and meet them and like just pick their brain, man. And I, I always remember I told um, Dylan so much, "Hey, I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Japan." So I heard you want to go to Japan. I do. Well, you better better get used to getting dropped on your neck, and I and I, I was like, what? <laughs> like, like I remember, like about four months later, he came, uh, he came back, and I saw him again, and he was like, you still wrestling? I was like, yeah. He said, well, it's good to know you got a good neck. He was like, see, I was like, oh, so you, you know, he was like, I wanted to see if he was gonna stay. He was like, like everybody wants the fame, but nobody wants to work hard, you know. Yeah, and so you know, I I appreciate him telling me because like it, it, I'm not gonna lie to you, it scared me, but at the same time I was like, well, shit, we're gonna have to do neck bridges, we're gonna have to do this, we're gonna have to do this. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, I I owe me being ruthless to a lot of people on the independent scene that a lot of people don't think that I knew or or know that has helped me so so much. Hero was actually the first person to give me my first light tube. Uh, and we wasn't even in a match. Uh, I was literally at, at his house. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very hero. What, what was what was your experience like training with like like working with hero? Because for better or worse, uh, good or bad, he's kind of somebody that helped me get a lot tougher uh, as well. Like my experience with him, I had lots of matches with him in XCW, and uh, and uh, eventually came to a point where. He made me hit as hard as I absolutely could. Just, just, just for the like basic, uh, the basic thing of hitting him, right? So, like, what was your experience with Hugh Rogue? I'd love to hear this. Um, Hugh Rogue is that's that's the uncle. Uh, I, I think I'm actually gonna call him after this and be like, hey, I was fucking talking about your crazy ass. Um, <laughs> oh, literally. Learning from Hugh was something amazing because, you know, the thing about Hugh and Masada is that people have seen them do by far the most craziest, why the fuck, uh, deathmatch shit ever, but people fail to realize that these guys can wrestle. Uh, Hugh wrote, he can fucking wrestle his ass off. Uh, Masada, he can fucking wrestle his goddamn ass off. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are technicians who just choose to just take it out in a very violent way instead of a technical way. Sometimes, depending on how they feel. Um, so, 
at that time, I I wasn't taken serious in wrestling. Well, yeah, in wrestling, we're gonna leave it like that. I wasn't taken serious at all. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, you know what? If I do something that nobody thinks about doing, or if I do something that is like the stupidest fucking shit ever, hey, if I don't die in the process, this would be great. Um, and I've always been a hero fan. I've known him for a very, very, very long time. And uh, when he saw the stuff that I was going through, and um, I remember there was a situation with a guy that was on the roster. And uh, this was XCW's um, roster. Oh, it was WBW. Mm, okay. Do you, do you remember Wrecking Ball Wrestling? I do remember Wrecking. It was very short lived. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You know what? It lived for a good second until they allowed, you know, some ass hat to come in and take over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do remember that. That guy was truly the fucking Vince Russo of the Indies. Um, <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, <laughs> you could hold me to it. That guy was fucking trash. Um, <laughs> uh, my bad. I, I really can't stand that guy because, like, it, it, it's because of him. Nobody will really get to see the match that me and Hugo has. You mm-hmm. feel me? Does that uh, footage exist somewhere? Uh, yeah, it did. I would and love to see that. Head, you know, he deleted it off off of YouTube because, like, it had like massive views. Like, oh, people was like, "Holy fucking schnitzel!" Like, <laughs> we, like we were okay. I want to I want to see that because I know exactly how rough like I remember how rough the matches were with Hero that I had and they weren't even death matches they were just like brutal matches like he was he was rough to work with in uh in, in a good and bad way and uh so I really want to see that match that has to be somewhere right I love it uh um I'm probably gonna go on Facebook and say hey. Somebody can find the match with me and Hero. I would overly humbly appreciate it <laughs> very much. Because uh, that match, man, like, I can't even begin. Um, got to the point, I almost quit wrestling because, you know, women don't hit like I hit. You mm. know, women back in the day like to <clears throat> patty cake. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not about that. I don't sell what I don't feel. Okay. I love that. Yeah, that's a that's a really good philosophy. I my philosophy is these people pay money to come and watch wrestling. But you have to also realize is that these people also pay money to come and sit in front just to see you do some fake shit and say, Ha, I told you wrestling was fake. And I tell people all the time, wrestling's not fake. Wrestling is not fake. Just the people in wrestling are fake as fuck. Wrestling is a controlled <laughs> sport. Like legit. It's a control contact sport. Like you are literally trusting somebody who you don't see on a regular basis with your life. And if that motherfucker just so happens to wake up on the wrong side of the bed and decide not to be fucking professional, guess what? You're dead. Yep. Yeah, straight up. I mean, that's that's dead on. That's, that's exactly a good way to describe it. Yeah. So when, I, so when people come with this fake bullshit, like that is the quickest way to have me not be your friend anymore. I mean, with, oh well, it's fake though. What's your definition of fake? Yeah. I mean, y'all, well, y'all already know what's going to happen before it happens. That's not the definition of fake. Fake is something that's not real. It's predetermined. This is the same, this is the same shit of how you watch movies. The only difference is we don't get the yell cut and bring in our stuntman. Feel me? 
True. There's no strings. You feel me? We yep. are beating like we're fucking each other up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like what I refuse is for somebody to tell me that it's fake, for somebody to tell me that 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 this chair is not real, it's a styrofoam, or to try to tell me that because the chair is plastic, it don't hurt that much. I know people nowadays that the same people that talk this shit about wrestling being fake, if they got hit with one of these chairs, they're going to their trunk and they're trying to shoot. Yeah. I always cringe when people say, oh, that thing is gimmicked, or that chair is gimmicked, or something like that. It's like, I have never seen anything like that in my life. Like, I've never seen a gimmicked chair, or a gimmicked whatever, or a gimmicked this, or a gimmicked that. Like, I've never heard of that, as long as I've I've been around. Like, I like I was around, you know, I never heard of that. It's crazy. And I, and I can say the philosophy that you're, you're talking about right now, it comes through in your matches. So, for mm -hmm. those that haven't yet checked out ruthless lala get your ass over to youtube and type in her name and you're gonna see exactly what she's talking about in action in effect yeah 100 man guys it's, it's 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 been crazy um i almost quit and he um him like i will forever have the other most respect for hero because mm -hmm. um he knew that kong was I like my, my idol, you know? Aja uh, or awesome? Aja or Awesome Kong? Both, but Awesome <laughs> Kong. Uh, awesome Kong. I mean, Aja Kong, because like you know, I I watched all I watched was Aja Kong and Bull Nakano, yeah. and, uh, yeah. that was that was my ish. Uh, the Great Muda, or mm. I watched uh, Stan Hansen in Japan. Yeah, um, you know, Kenta Kobashi. Uh, even Kenta, as much of an asshole as he is, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like uh, I, I, I've always been a huge fan of Japanese wrestling. That's why I want to go to Japan. That's why I want to wrestle Minoru Suzuki. But that's a whole other subject. We'll get on that later. But yeah, so it, it, it was a thing of um, she was actually in the neighborhood. Uh, this is when she was with TNA, and he made it possible to where I could speak to her. And she kind of, I guess you could say, gave me a prep talk about not quitting. And, you know, because of Hugh Rogue and Awesome Kong, that's the reason why I'm actually even still here to wrestle. Um, um, if it wasn't for them to, like, kind of say, hey, can't let you quit. Can't. Can't. Like, do you know how many, you know how many thick uh, African-American women that are out here? There's not a lot. So, you know what I'm saying? You have something. And um, I stay with it, man. Um, and truthfully, I remember telling him, hey, I want to do some hardcore. He said, what? Are you sure? I was like, not really, but hey, I got to get over it eventually, right? And, um, there was a guy, and come to find out he was a pedophile. Hmm. Uh, we didn't know. Nobody had no idea. Um, so... He had a match, and he was supposed to fight back. And the one thing about he rogue is, and anybody in XCW, if you're going to sell, you better sell. Right, it's true. Don't dead sell. You dead sell, you forget your ass whooped. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like, don't just, like, don't call shit, and then you don't remember it. Oh, my God. Don't call shit, and then fuck up your own shit. It's, oh, my God. So, that's pretty much what happened. Um... He got beat up, and 
Who was this? Wasn't this was an XCW? Who was this? It was in WBW. Oh, it's WB. In- oh, Wrecking Ball. Okay. 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 I'm gonna tell you the name, and then you're gonna do it. Holy shit! If you want us to cut it out, we can. No, no, I don't fucking care. Do you remember Sire? <laughs> do you remember Sire the Magician? Yeah, I do know who. I, I never met that guy, but yeah, I do That's know who you're talking was. about now. That's Claire disgusting. Beacon. Right. So there it was. Was um, Hero, Big Sad, and Sid Murder. Like, they're mm-hmm. beating his ass in the ring. Like, they wasn't shooting on him. You feel me? They was putting the boost to him how they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who it was, but somebody ran to the back and was like, Holy shit, they're killing him. (laughs) (laughs) So mind you, I fucking ran. And mind you, I didn't even see, I didn't even know that they were out there. You feel me? I didn't know all three of them was out there. So legitimately, I'm running and something in my mind said, motherfucker, you better stop and look before you just run out there. Mm -hmm. And I peek through there and I see these three big old niggas and I'm like ain't no way in hell I'm running into that ring with no weapon right back into the locker room got a chair and I say y'all better grab something I'm running and they grab something I say y'all ready I said here we go and we ran and I we ran in there I didn't stop I ran in that motherfucker and I started swinging that chair like I was a mad person and he got out and as they was checking on him People were still scared. I was the only person that was like, I will fuck you up. Do you hear me? I will beat your ass. Get in the ring. Watch me kick your ass. And the crowd was crazy. The crowd was like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm going to kick your ass. And, you know, and everybody's like, holy shit. Like, she's standing up to these dudes. She don't give a fuck. And I'm like, I'm going to fuck y'all up. And, like, like, it was the talk. And at this time. This is when MySpace was hot. This is way before Facebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people on MySpace, like, holy shit, bro. Did you see what happened, bro? Like, yo, while <laughs> I did this, while I did this, while I did this, it was like the craziest shit ever, man. And um, it was just so great to where, like, um, after uh, we talked to the side and um, with nobody around, and he was like, hey, kid, he's like, good shit. Like you're the only person that didn't that didn't you know step down, and they was at that time they was doing a um, takeover gimmick. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They, they were trying to take over WBW, and uh, which is why they were being so stiff and working it was so hard. Much stuff. Like an Invasion, you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. These guys, you, you knew these guys from XCW. If they came in, you know somebody about to get fucked mm-hmm. up. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, legitimately, bro, I'm going to give you a great story. So, uh, in the process of them trying to take over, I was, as you can say, the Captain save of the story. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody, like, these guys were so afraid to, like, really, just, like, really fucking fight these guys. Because they was like, no, nah, bro, they're rough. And, bro, like, we're going to get hurt. And I don't go fuck, bro. I'm here for it. Um, and so I literally went through, I guess you can say a um I don't want to say a hazing period, but mm-hmm. I, I guess you can say a period, but not in a bad way. You know, it was like a it was like XCW was the fraternity and I was going for the fraternity. You right. know what I mean? So like I literally went through everybody. I wrestled Sid Murder one on one. I wrestled Big Sid. I wrestled um, 
You remember Dave, don't you? Dave, uh, Dave, Dave the Rave, yeah, I remember him. Dave the Rave, yes. So that's who I meant, not Crazy Dave, Dave the Rave. Everybody know, you know, well, here's the thing about Dave the Rave. I wrestle Dave the Rave, okay? Uh, I didn't wrestle Nice Dave. And um, if he ever hears this, shout out to Dave. I love Dave the Rave. Um, but I wrestled Dave the Rave who quit wrestling and the woman that he was with at that time had made him quit wrestling and made his life live in hell. So this was Dave the Rave returning. Yeah, I remember I, got, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um Dave ran in to give me a clothesline. That man clotheslined me so hard, knocked me out of my shoes. <laughs> that dude hit hard. Like you wouldn't I think so. Here's the thing. I yeah. love, like my shoe, like 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 y'all laughing, but my shoe flew in the fucking air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me so fucking hard, bro. Like just whack. Shoes flew. And so like I'm trying to sell. You feel me? I'm trying to sell at the same time. I'm laughing like this nigga knocked me out my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. Like, not to mention I got beat. I beat with a um nine tails, which was nothing but barbed wire. Um I got hit in the head with a beer can that was unopened. I got, um, so all this was leading up to me fighting Heroic. You feel mm -hmm. me? Um, I almost gave Heroic a concussion because the one time I ran in to save people, be, um, actually, this was after the fact. Oh my God. Like, I fucking hate this guy. Like, there's a whole story of like me going, like, I was the, I was the black female short stone cold steve austin of the wbw you feel me like i literally <laughs> like body bro and like the matches and when i would run in to save people like it was great but you know what was not great about it the same motherfuckers that bitched and moaned about how scared they were got mad because all the attention was on me well, everybody's cheering for her because, well, she's taking on the people that y'all don't want to take on. And so when that happened, that's when all my shit got fucked up. And that's when the 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 indie Vince Russo came in and start trying to do stupid shit. Uh, so I remember uh, Hugh told me, hey, let's have these motherfuckers think that this is like a legit shoot. He's like, don't you tell a soul. He's like, don't tell not one person. He said, I want these people to legit legitimately feel like that this is a fucking shoot. He said, so talk your shit. He said, I want you to talk your shit. He said, I want you to talk the biggest shit you can ever talk on MySpace. And I did a promo. I remember, I, I remember this because people bought it. Even like everybody in the business bought it. People posted it on that message board, the Texas wrestling message board. I can't remember what it was called. What was it called? Indie Wars or something? Yeah. Yeah. Indie I remember, Wars. Yeah. I remember Indie Wars. Yeah. <laughs> indie Wars. Shit. This when is turning had, into an independent they, wrestling in Texas. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Balls, right? <laughs> they had, when they had fucking Rudy Boy Gonzalez on there, which uh -huh. that motherfucker should have been, that, that, as much shit as Rudy Boy has been caught in, he shouldn't have, man, that man should be locked up right Yeah, now. what an asshole. Fuck Rudy Boy, straight up. He still, he still owes me like 160 bucks. <laughs> bro, he, he owe a lot of people money. Like, like, this is the one guy that talks shit about everybody, but yet at the same time, when you ran your own shows, they, like, like you, you could go to the apartment complex and get them, and they would fucking put asses in the seats. Like, it was the worst. Um... So, yeah, like, everybody was buying it. Everybody was like, holy shit, 
Hugh Rogan's about to kill this child. Like, <laughs> I fucking died. There was people from the XCW crowd that was like, oh my God, what the fuck is she even thinking? And da 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 Like, I remember that match. So many XCW people showed up because they wanted to see what was fit to fucking happen, bro. And when I tell you that I gave everybody what they wanted, I, like, it was crazy. I bled the hard way, um, which man, I I have a thing with gigging. I mm-hmm. I can't. I would rather I would rather do it the hard way. Um, right. And I I I I just can't. I just can't. I just I just can't. I can't. I just can't do it. Yeah. Th- there's something. Do- there's something about doing it yourself that's just like way scarier than just having somebody fucking knock your head into a fucking the wall or some <laughs> shit it really is like no joke it's like it kind of, it kind of I mean, freaks I mean, you no. out you know i mean no i mean i don't want nobody to knock my head into a fucking wall because then I'm you, know, right yeah, you know what i you mean what yeah like, yeah let's pick something else joey god damn it like, <laughs> not going to a wall, just, hey brain damage bitch like, <laughs> <laughs> so, the, uh, so like mind you you start off with me hitting him i believe three times in the head with a chair or I believe I hit him in the gut, head, beat him down with the with the chair, got the chain, beaten his ass, and then Sid and uh, Murder tried to interfere. I whooped their ass. You feel me? Um, on them, on them. And I remember everybody was like, there was some wrestlers that was in the audience that was like, yo, if this is a legit shoot, bro, you let us know. Like we had a safe word and everything. It's like, yo, if you say that word running in and we're fucking them up like they had police batons like i had people like literally ready to fuck shit up if it was a shoot and i felt so bad for not letting my homeboys in on it you know what i'm saying yeah i I gotta like i gotta listen to you you know well it's it's kind of it's a little scary because like you have to like like some people would just straight up just be offended if you try to work the boys you know what i mean you're like oh you're trying to work the boys like you like you'll get people that are legit offended, which for good reason to be fair. But so I, oh, yeah, so I didn't see what happened. Oh, okay. So let me tell you what happened. So the before the match happened, we had had a conversation that I was going to go up in the locker room, get right in Hugh Rose's face, and be like, "So what was that shit?" Because they had beat us. <laughs> And I was supposed to get in their face and be like, what was that shit, you know, that you did? And be like, get out of my face. And then I was supposed to say, you're like, you're anything but a fucking joke. Like, I was supposed to make a big thing to where I fucking push Richie, uh, 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 I push Hugh, and, or I pie face him or something. Mm-hmm. And it gets to where we're about to fight in there, and then they kick me out of the locker room. So, that's exactly what happened. So, everybody's in there, and I'm walking there. And they're over there in the corner talking. And I was like, so you really think this is fucking funny? He's like, man, ain't nobody got time to business. So everybody's in the locker room still talking. You feel me? Everybody's doing what they're doing. And I was like, no. Nah. I was like, you ain't nothing but a fucking joke. Everybody was talking. They said, oh, my God. Everybody stopped. Like, you could have heard a fly fart. Do you hear me? Holy <laughs> shit, bro. What is going on? I said, I'm going to fuck you up, bro. <laughs> And, like, I flipped him off, and he was like, oh, yeah? Well, fuck you, and pushed me. I got up and tried to run at him. That's when Sid and, and, uh, and what's name them grabbed me, kicked me out the locker room. So <laughs> I'm in the locker room, you feel me? Yeah. So I'm to the side, you know, where can't nobody see me, and I'm like, yo, we back, bro. 
I'll be back and I'll fuck you up. So, like, legitimately, while I'm outside of the locker room to the side, there's people there that's like, nah, bro, wait until the match. Wait until the match. And, like, they walk by to go to the restroom. And I'm like, oh, that's real funny. You're going to kick me out the fucking locker room? I'm going to beat your ass. Like, legit. Like, everybody was like, holy shit. Even people, because it was in the uh, it was in the bazaar. So, mm -hmm. people even into wrestling saw this and was like holy shit what is going on they bought tickets to go and fucking watch it you feel me mm -hmm. like it was it was standing room only standing room only there was people that was outside stand, like it was great like that was my wrestlemania you feel me <laughs> i feel mm -hmm. you was was this in dallas yeah uh, proper yeah garland texas, garland, texas is, it's okay. that it was it's that bizarre what was it called the uh the, the, the Mexico Village. Lindo Bazaar. Yeah, Mexico Lindo okay. Bazaar. Yeah, I worked there a yeah, couple times. Yo, yeah, I'm almost in tears right now because like, these <laughs> memories, like this is like actually good memories that like I needed to remember because yo, this <laughs> yo, like legit, like this was the things that I was there for, man. Like holy shit, and um, we wrestled and legitimately he put me through hell. I loved it. You feel me? Uh. Mm -hmm. There was a part to where I blacked out because it was my fault. He wrapped the chain around my neck and I caught the first one. Wrapped it around so quickly the second time, I didn't catch the second one. So when he started pulling back, I ended up getting knocked unconscious. Oof. But when I got knocked unconscious, you know, I fell to the floor. You know, now mind you, I was on the outside on the apron while they was, you know, while he was choking me. So when I fell, my head hit as well. You heard a thump. He was like, oh, no. Mind you, I was knocked the fuck out. You feel mm. me? So I don't remember. All I remember is I got kicked. And when I got kicked, I came back and I just kept selling. <laughs> <laughs> I kept selling like, what the fuck happened? And so, like, uh, Sid and Sid picked me up. And um, I remember they put me in the ring. And so here comes the hard way. Um, actually... I want to give a shout out to Hero because he let me pick my own poison. Uh, there was no way in hell I was gonna let him piece of uh, take a piece of cutter to my head. That's nope. That I wouldn't let him do that, and I wouldn't let him take a scaffold to my head. Just no. Mm -mm -mm -mm. <laughs> then I picked a fork. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a good fork, and he got me the good fork. He went to Walmart, bought it, sterilized it, and everything. I love that man. Like I appreciate him. Right. Um. So bam, puts me on the middle rope where everybody can see. Oh, y'all cheering for Lala? And that man commenced to stabbing me in my fucking head with the fork. That's awesome that yeah. he got a new fork for that and didn't go to, like, Luby's and wait for somebody to finish eating and grab one off the table. <laughs> <laughs> he told me, he was like, hey, kid. He was like, we're going to do this the hard way. He's like, but I'm letting you know now. If you don't start bleeding where, you know, where I got you at, he's like, I'm going to have to, like, punch you in that spot to get it to. And I was like, all right. And oh, my God. He when he stabbed me in the head multiple times with the fork, I went to like when he and then he he got off of me. I went to put my hand up there and I didn't see that much blood. And I said, "Oh no, oh no!" And by the time I said, "Oh no," he had already picked my head up and started just hit me right in the wound. And I was like, "Ah!" You you like knowing he he probably had way too much fun doing that too. Just yeah, he, he loves to do that shit. <laughs> the finisher. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was a chair shot. And so I wanted to prove to everybody that I was that bitch. That mm -hmm. anybody can take anything. I can take it. So I didn't put my hand up. 
I I took the full on fucking chair shot. Like you would have thought that that I died. Uh, <laughs> and and he had told me how to do it. You know the you know the turtle effect and everything. And yo, he, <laughs> he gave me that chair shot. When I tell you, everybody in the fucking arena got quiet. They yeah. thought I was dead. And he pinned me one, two, three, and everybody was like, boo, like it uproared. And so they left me in the ring. Um, try to start putting, they, they put the boost to me some more. And then, oh yeah, that's right, because as they was circling me, I kind of set up and told all of them to go fuck themselves. I, I flipped off every last one of them. So they started beating my ass. So then people uh, ran in to 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 save me. Then my boys from the audience ran in. So they slid out. And um, right when they got to the back, uh, the guy's like, you okay? And I was like, yeah. They was like, and while they're down there checking them, they was like, you okay? And I was like, what happened? They was like, bro, that was some badass shit. What the fuck? And so they started helping me get out. Like, I sold, sold. And uh, right when we got to the locker room and they put me in the locker room, I jumped up. I said, hey, yo, that was the greatest shit. And they said, are you fucking serious? <laughs> so y'all just worked us, bro? And, like, Hugh Rogue and everybody else were like, let this be a lesson. This is the only woman that had, this is the only person on top of her being a woman that had the balls to face us. He was yeah, like, yeah. ridiculous. Take a look at her. She's perfectly fucking fine. I said, I'm perfectly wow. fucking fine, actually. You don't still feel the effects of a hero chair shot to this day? Because I do. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say that that makes you and Joey comrades in arms because I was there one night when he took a vicious chair shot from Hugh Rogan. I remember the blood just started to stream down his face off of his hairline. I was like, oh shit, yeah. my friend is about to die. <laughs> it was such a, there was so much blood and like I, yeah, bad concussion. Woke up like at the end of the match, had no idea what happened the last like ten minutes or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and that that turtle complex, yeah, save your life. Like, you apparently, know, right you didn't, you, apparently, Joey, you just need to learn to do the turtle. Apparently, See? like I didn't know anything. Like it was like the first time. Like okay, the first time I took a chair shot, it was fine. I was like, that wasn't that bad. It hurt, but you know, whatever. And then. Like, he was like, don't you fucking put your hands up. Don't you put your hands up or I'm going to fucking hit harder. I'm like, all right. So I just never even, like, learned really to take a chair shot. And he hit me so hard that the chair just bent over my head. And that top, like, curved part split the back of my head open. And I was just out. And then I, I woke up. I woke up and I looked around the ring. And there was literally, literally, like, puddles of fucking blood all over the fucking place. Like literally, it was crazy. I had no idea what had happened. So then I got the uh, the XCW medical special, which was a water hose and a rag. Guy, guy with the rag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, don't forget. Hey, hey, hey. That and some super glue will will save your fucking life. <laughs> I ended up I ended up working. I think I ended up working in like San Antonio or Austin or something the next night, and I like had a real bad concussion, and I just wrapped it up, and I rode with Kevin and Bull down there. And just wrestled the next night, and it just like busted open. <laughs> it's insane that I fucking did that. I can't believe I fucking did that shit. Let me let me ask you about Big Sad, man, because I love Big Sad. He's he was one of my best pals uh, over there at XCW, and I miss that guy. How do you still talk to him? I, I still talk to everybody. Uh, Big Sad, he's doing great. Um, 
great person. Uh, he's cool. Uh, Sid, uh, he's you know dealing with a lot of health issues. You know, oh, that's not good to hear. Things is you know not going in his favor, but like you know we're constantly praying and sending positive vibes. You know to Sid and everything always and forever. Uh, he retired officially retired from wrestling. Um, and it, it, you know it, it is. Hero is still hero, you know. Like, I matter of fact, I I have it on I have him on message. So right after I get done here, I'm actually like call him because like I really want to like do a live on Facebook and literally have all of them come in. Like that'd be like, that'd be a good watch. I I think I'm gonna invite them to Streamyard, and we're gonna all just sit back and like have this conversation because like we gotta have this conversation because like this is like the greatest shit ever and like i want to have it recorded like legit so mm -hmm. as as fun as the texas indies were um you got you have like in order to really like start getting your name out there you gotta like travel and stuff and now we see you going out to like new jersey and just going all over the place uh, when did you start going out there and getting these matches uh where you're just kind of taking this next step in your indie career Oh, God, two, three, what is it? I want to say three years ago, Um, I gave myself, and I want to say 2019. I want to say it was 2019. I gave myself until the end of 2019 where I needed to be. And if I wasn't, I was a step away from wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um. And I was just stuck in Texas. And I remember um, Jesus Rodriguez, a.k.a. if people who don't know that, that was Ricardo Rodriguez, who was Alberto Del Rio's uh, announcer. Uh, amazing guy. Uh, cool guy. I learned a lot of stuff from him as well. And um, I remember it was at B.O.W., Brown Outlaw Wrestling. And uh, we would get in the ring and roll around, you know, before the shows. And I remember I was just telling him how bummed out I was because I wasn't understanding. And uh, I remember he told me, hey. I've asked around about you. He said, just get the fuck out of Texas. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember getting my family situated and uh, putting them in a house. The rent was paid and everything was paid off for a whole year. And I remember um, legitimately going on the road, uh, couch surfing, not knowing where I was going to sleep or what was going to happen. I literally got in the car and by faith legitimately and uh mika mika villa uh i will forever give her mad love and appreciation and props because that woman has had my back and has been there for me since day one um i crashed man on her couch and every show that she went to in 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 georgia i went to my first show in georgia was atlanta wrestling entertainment or the owner is uh, murder uno um, I had a blast there. I when I say I had a blast, I had a blast at AWE because like usually shows that I go to when I debut, I, I'm debuting against like the promoter's girlfriend or you right. know the promoter's wife who can't wrestle, but she can suck a mean dick. You feel me? My first match uh, uh, there was against Zeta Zane. Which yeah. mm -hmm. I was fucking excited because I was like, bro, you're giving me a former WWE chick, bro? Give me a former WWE chick? 
This is my first person I'm wrestling, and she did a promo too. Holy fucking shit, bro! Do you and she's really good. Too. Yeah, she's awesome. We had fun. You feel me? Like mm. we had fun. We even tagged up. Um, me and Zeta became really fucking cool, and like we're really still cool now. She's a cool ass person. Like nothing but love and respect to her. Uh, she's out here doing her thing. I'm saying so. I have nothing but love and respect for her. Um, I got to have a couple other matches. Like I never had a match at AWE that wasn't you know somebody that I was going to go against that was wasn't going to be a good match. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And even if it was, you know, they would just set me up to just destroy these niggas. So I was here for it. You feel me? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, after, that, um, after a Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, then came um. Pro South, which is in Alabama. Uh, it's still in Alabama. They run every Friday. Uh, shout out to Amy and Ace Haven. Uh, I love those guys. I miss them with their goofy ass. Um, every Friday, it was them. And so um went from Pro South to finally got to wrestle in North Carolina. I finally got to wrestle for Queens of Combat. Then yeah. I went to RSW. Mm -hmm. Ohio became the RSW Women's Champion. Uh, then wrestled in Virginia. Um, then uh, I finally had my first WrestleMania uh, booking, which was Kofi Mania in Brooklyn. Uh, I had a blast there. Um, after that, man, like uh, bookings just start coming. Um, I finally was able to wrestle for BCW Queen of the North, and man. Yeah, we just watched we just watched the match uh, of yours. I guess did you win you win the you won the title just recently? Queen of the North 2 was when I debuted in the Queen of the Monsters match against Holly Dead, Savannah Evans, and Davian. That's when I put Davian through a door. That match is up there too. We had fun. That was a great match. I enjoyed that match. I had a blast. I think so it was one of the ones one, we checked out too. Yeah. What what's your favorite uh place to work now? Like what would you call your home promotion if you even have one? Or what where do you really, really like to work right now? My home promotion is Recombination Wrestling off mm -hmm. the rip. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. After Recombination Wrestling, there would be Southern Wrestling Federation, which is in Tullahoma, Tennessee. After that, there would be App which is in McMinnville, Tennessee. There's a, a, a couple of promotions that I really rock with. Um, another one is TWE, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, that's um, The owners are Jaden and Cheyenne Newman. If you guys haven't checked out TWE, uh, I suggest that y'all check it out. Uh, go on IWTV. If you haven't checked out Jaden Newman, check out Jaden Newman. Uh, check out Sean Campbell. Uh, these two are my wrestling nephews. I love them to death. I'm so proud of them. Um, IWTV is starting to like get some ground. Like, they they picked up some uh, some good classic footage recently too. I thought I heard like some women's footage. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's rad. Uh, also, like, we I know that now that you're really getting your name out there. Um, I, I remember you mentioning you had like an AEW tryout. How did that go? Uh, I had fun. <laughs> mm. I was down with myself, but I had a blast. Um, I don't know. I had the, I had an opportunity to do a dark match. Uh, I was 
told that uh, I would be going to be getting Sheeta. Uh, like, I was told everything. Uh, just was waiting to get the phone call. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I trained. I was ready. And I never received a phone call. Damn. So, um, I remember I reached out to Kong. She was still there. And I talked to her and asked her what happened. And she was like, you didn't get a phone call? I said, nope. I didn't hear nothing. And then uh, come to find out uh, there was somebody there who doesn't like me decided to you know who is that so we cannot like them either as much as much as i want to like put them out there there's i still as i still have hope of Mm. going eight yeah that's fair yeah i got you and, and that needs to happen. Whoever whoever this person is, they're clueless, and hopefully one or two things happen. Number one, they get a fucking clue, or number two, they you know find work elsewhere because we need to see that. They need like somebody like you, you on the roster, shoulders above, like especially the people we're seeing on dark in a lot of these matches, but head and shoulders above that. Like I I just can't believe that hasn't happened yet. No yeah, more. you need they need somebody like you, somebody that can hit hard, somebody that like is believable. Like they need that. It's crazy. Somebody that can talk. Some, you know, yeah. that's a skill. That's a skill. A lot of people that are working there are still developing, and like you are fully developed there. Like we need to see that. Like, I would be so stoked. I'd be so stoked to see that. Well, I mean, you know, sure. that and my health. You know, like my my skin disease kind of took me out for a year and a half. You know, like I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't wrestling at all because you know I was I was playing revolving door with the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like um, to finally return now, I I have so much catching up to do, and like I called out some people that people were like, "You just returned? Why would you do that?" Because I I said it once and I say it again. The people that I called out, if I can't hang with them in the ring, I don't need to be wrestling. Well, when all. you're when you're ready, you're ready, right? You know, like you that you're you got to get in there. You're, you're doing the right thing. Your name is getting out there, and that I'm really really fucking happy for you. And I really hope some good bookings come your way. I would love to see you in GCW. Like that, you seem like a really good fit for that company. I would love to see you. Like, I remember you mentioned like wrestling. Masha, yep. You want to? You, t- you called out Masha Slamovich. She's a a, a a newer favorite of mine. And like, I would love to see that. That match would be fucking killer. So we don't fucking fuck each other up. Bro. I'm happy for. Her. Like, I love Masha Swag. Like, I I like a lot of people call out people and try to come with you know negative shit to say and others like me that's not me like when i called out mercedes martinez masha slamovich il o'neill jordan blade like mm-hmm. people that i'm calling out because these are people that i watched while i was on bed rest you feel me mm-hmm. and yeah. they had everything thrown at them and they still prevailed you feel me like no yeah. matter what it was like they fucked up the church's money so i'm coming back and when i come back I want these people because if I can't hang with these people in the ring, then the rest of the other people that I'm about to call out, it don't matter. Have you talked to Have you talked with some of the, these other like a high high profile uh, indie promotions like GCW? Have you heard from them or anything? I haven't, and uh, I with me, I'm such a different breed. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people are are aware with who I am feel me but i i'm not ready to hit up gcw yet Mm -hmm. because i want to get some more matches under my belt i only had one match back right and to me i haven't proved shit you know what i'm saying so it's time for me to crank it up and it's time for me to start knocking these heads off and then once i pick up where i left off at you know the confidence for me to reach out to gcw or beyond wrestling 
or, you know, limitless mm-hmm. wrestling or freelance wrestling, you know, is going to come easier. But right now, you know, I just focus on trying to knock these fucking heads off for the culture, you know, and get yeah. back to where and pick up where I left off at. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, I, I know this is not about to be easy at all, but I'm ready for it and I'm ready with it. What comes with it. So what's your mindset going forward? What, what kind of stuff are you looking to improve? Are you training in the ring over here? Uh, in Texas, are you still in the DFW area, or where are you? At, where are you at now? I'm I'm around the DFW area, mm-hmm. but where I'm at, there's there's no way for me to get to the places to go yeah. and work out. So um, me leaving and going to be in um, New, New New York and New Jersey, like my boys are there, my goons are there, so like they're all waiting, like yo. We got this ring, we can get in. We got this ring, we can get in. So, like, I can't wait. I get there because then I get there. And it's playtime's over. Once I get to New Jersey, so, Jim, like, we about to be in this ring. And, like, I need to get my wrestling cardio back where it needs to be. You Mm -hmm. feel me? Absolutely. That's, That's my main thing is my wrestling cardio. Because everything else, I haven't forgotten. Mm-hmm. Well, we're definitely we're definitely pulling for you. Uh, I, I was actually going to ask a question real quick because you mentioned that you know the people you were calling out were people that you enjoyed watching while you were in bed rest and whatnot. And I was kind of wondering during your break, what was the like? What was your engagement with the business like? Were you watch like were you watching the current product predominantly, or were you watching tapes? You know, just like t- tell us a little bit about like your engagement. Um, I watched IWTV religiously. Um. But then I stopped. I was watching AEW religiously, and then I stopped. It it got to the point to where it was just really hard. Like I was happy, sure, for yeah. but it was hard for me to watch it because it's like, bro, like I like I really didn't think that I was gonna return and make it back wrestling. You feel me? Like I really thought mm-hmm. my wrestling career was over. So it was kind of hard to watch. But I was happy for everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I was mm-hmm. really happy to see people still kill it. So, um. I'll say this once and I'll say it again. Like the fact that Willow is not running around with like damn near almost every other belt is beyond me. We were just uh, saying that last night. We were just talking about on this new episode that we just recorded. (laughs) There is no fucking way Red Velvet should have beat Willow. I don't care. That's what what we said. We said the same thing. (laughs) Maybe we should have just invited you last night. Yeah. (laughs) There's no beef. Yo, I'll I'll, I'll come through anytime and have talks about wrestling. There's no beef with, with, with Velvet, but Willow's a better wrestler. It shows. She's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, and she was so over and just she shouldn't have been in the Owen Hart tournament. So you so you make your return at Queen of the North three. You beat Vanity. You get the belt. What what did that feel like? That's your return match after what it was two years because you I think it was before kind of the lockdown was when you'd had your last match, if I'm uh, if I'm not mistaken. It was about a year and a half. It, it was it was almost two years. Okay. It, it, it was it was almost because the last time I wrestled was when I want to say uh last time I wrestled was when uh, BCW was in Atlantic City. Then that closing that year, a lariat. I gave somebody a lariat on my birthday. Not this one, but the year before. <laughs> Before I came back. So like, yeah, it was a year. It was a year and a half. 
what did that feel like to get back and get that match finished and and you're the new champion man it felt like trying to put a 20 down bass in some small leggings like (laughs) (laughs) i really should have tried to put my gear on like leading up to it but i was just so self-conscious man and i was just so in my head and i couldn't get out of it i was just like bruh and then, like, I tried to overly compensate and make sure, you know, I didn't look sloppy or anything. So I put way too much on, way too much on. And um, couldn't breathe. Couldn't fucking breathe. It, you look like, good, though. It, it looked good. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe for shit. Like, yo, let's say this one more time. Shout out to uh, Isaiah Wolf and Theo and Boom Harding. And, like, yo, they helped me because... Man, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that yeah. the match was good though. I, I loved I loved the finish. You hit her so hard with the clothesline, she couldn't even bump right, and it was just it was so bad. <laughs> it was fucking perfect. <laughs> I loved it. He said you hit her so fucking hard she couldn't bump. Right <laughs> yeah, she right? she did like a little twist. It was it was awesome. But you hit we her were like look at this finish. Look at this finish. Yeah, it was safe, but like it look it was it was so good. I I love it. Like you gotta lay that kind of shit in and. And you do, you know, that those are the, and you're, you're safe too. Every time I see you hit somebody, you're safe, but you hit people hard and like people need to learn that you follow through with your hits. And like, that must be just the Texas wrestling thing. Cause that's all like, that's the same philosophy we always had, you know? And, uh, JBL fuck shit up. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna watch JBL fuck shit up. I was like, you know what? JBL fuck shit up. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fuck shit up. That's it. You know, and, and, and that's the thing that I love. I, I, I and, and here's my thing to, because I don't want people to get their fucking panties and their boxers in a twist and be like, oh, so, you know, d-. look, wrestling is an art. Mm-hmm. Not gonna, not mm-hmm. it away. But contact art. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you can't pretend to hit somebody. You got to hit them. Mm-hmm. If you're in this business yeah. and thinking that you're not going to get hit, or, well, I should be able to wrestle and not get quit. Please, please. We, yeah, we yeah. love what you're saying. We, we love exactly. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Going to you get know. hit in this business, you feel me? I've even named, so I've named my belts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm really excited about it. And the only reason I said that because when I was just saying what I was just saying, it brought up somebody in my mind who I'm like, yo, day in, day out. And I was like, oh, you know, I named my belts. I did. Just, yeah, well, can, can you can you introduce the belts <laughs> by name to um, us? So um, my newly BCW belt uh, that is my tribal chief. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> and my other belt, you know what I'm saying, is a uh, the apex predator. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and when I'm in the middle, it's R and R because I got Randy and Roman with me. You feel me? So okay. <laughs> you can't go oh, wrong. Okay. <laughs> we were talking recently about an alternate universe where you are coming down at Dream Slam or something at Tokyo Dome and AJW's heyday to knock Minami Toyota around Ooh. like that's a, that is a universe we want to be in because <laughs> we could we and you mentioned japan and you started dropping some names and we could tell watching you were like she, she is not she is not taking this lightly this is a student of the game like we could tell yeah that you, wa- that you watched your tape 
I like watching because man, and then oh, I I forgot about him. So I'm gonna let y'all know now. When I win my third belt, which I don't know which company is gonna be from, my third belt is gonna be called Samoa. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be Samoa Joe. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got like 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 in my eyes, it's nothing against nobody. Yeah. But Samoa Joe, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, those are the guys. Nothing against nobody else, but those are the guys for me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those are the guys, like those are the guys for me. You feel me? And then when I get a fourth belt, I'm gonna name him Minoru Suzuki. But I won't wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to happen. That would be cool. That would be a great fucking thing to see. Uh, he's, yeah. he's working so much in the in the states right now. Like we're gonna have to give him his green card. You need to tell <laughs> the you need to tell those promoters to pony up the cash to bring him in for you to wrestle him at one of these shows. Like, look, I just want to wrestle Suzuki. That's yeah, it. he's here That's in the it. states. I bet he's taking bookings right now. No, he's here. I'm already yeah. trying to work on it. Let's do it. Well, let's see it. Let's, let's see it. Um, when you watch tape, when you when you uh, when you go back and watch tape, what is your favorite stuff to study? Do you go back to those AJW matches, or do you watch like uh, more current stuff? Like, what is your favorite stuff to watch to uh, to kind of study? And I go back to uh, Dragon Gate. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't don't ask me why I love watching Dragon Gate. Um, mm-hmm. Me and you, we used to watch Dragon Gate. We used to watch um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like anything Japanese wrestling, we watched it. Mm-hmm. I'm blank. Like that's it. Like it was it was no else. It was nothing else between just Japanese wrestling and uh, William Regal. Man, oh, yeah, Regal's great. Uh, I watched Japanese wrestling, and if I wasn't watching Japanese wrestling, I was watching William Regal, man. And that's the one thing that I said with me, me being back now, like, people should start seeing it. Like, I can't express how much I wish I would have had the opportunity to sit under William Regal and be, and, and be trained. Like, it, it's... I'm so jealous of Brian Danielson and fucking Moxley, bro, because... If if I could have got to William Regal, bro, I promise you, like, and y'all can quote me on it. You can tag him in it. If I could have got <laughs> to William Regal doing, um, coming up in wrestling, I would have just, I would have went straight to William Regal and I wouldn't have left. Yeah. Like, legit. like even, even now, I, I want to try to figure out something of how I can train under that man. Like, just please, like, I met him once. And that was at Kofi Mania. Uh, it was him and um, Moxley, but he was Ambrose at that time. Yeah. Um, they was there for Bloodsport, and he was there for all the for all the shows. Mm-hmm. And I had my eyes in and everything. And I remember um, he looked at me as he was coming down the stairs. I made sure, and like I feel so horrible, but no, I don't. I made sure that like I saw where he was walking down the stairs, and I was like. I'm going to make sure that I'm in his way regardless to where I get <laughs> this man's hand. You feel me? Because I just don't want to run up to him and be like, oh my God, you're really awesome. Yeah, right, yeah. Crazy. Um. So, sure enough, he was coming down the stairs. He shook somebody's hand. He's coming down the stairs. He looked at me. He gave me a double take. That double take made me feel everly so cool because he saw the eyes and was all, I was like, how you doing, Mr. Regal? And yo, he was so I, I, I just, we gotta, like, we gotta, oh my god, for, for, for William Regal, bro. Like, William Regal is amazing, not to mention how he is when he gets on the microphone, bro. Like, oh my god, and his, like, like his, 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 
his aggression, bro. Like just everything that he is, man, is 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 everything that I live for, bro. Like William Regal's that dude. William Regal can be ninety fucking years old and he will forever be that man. He'll forever be that dude, bro. Forever. They do um, have a new faction, and uh, you know they they need somebody for the to represent the women's division. There you go, Who yeah, right there. La la. <laughs> oh, so for it, bro. I'll be here. For it. That brings us to some stuff that you're uh, you have coming up. You've got a lot of bookings. You're back. You're going full force. So uh, let's talk about these bookings that you have coming up. Let's talk about it. Let's right. talk about. It. Uh, so you got, of course, you're going to be defending your BCW Women's Championship against Luscious Latasha. Uh, over in BCW, that's on July. Or I'm sorry, April twenty third, right? Yeah, right. April twenty third. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up really soon, so we're definitely gonna be watching that. Uh, that's gonna be cool. Are you, uh, tell us about uh, Luscious Latasha. Are you looking forward to this match? I watched Luscious Luscious Latasha um, when she came to BCW. It was the same night that I won the the championship belt, and you know she's. She's adorable. Um, like I said on Twitter, uh, if she wants to be the first person uh, to be in the way of me defending my belt, hey, God have mercy on her because I won't. Um, <laughs> I have the respect for Latasha, but I'm not letting nobody come between me and my tribal chief. <laughs> all right then we got we got uh tcw uh april 23rd uh is this the same show oh this is this is a yes. different poster yes. okay my bad my bad no, no you're good okay. i sent you the i like i, I see I, that that's better than i sent you like the whole flyer gotcha yeah, it's a championship wrestling mm -hmm. 23rd i'm really excited about it uh and then may 7th is a super crazy but before May 7th, there are some other shows that I'm popping up at that I'm about to fuck up the church's money, yeah. but I can't see as of yet, and I'm so sad about it. Like, <laughs> I just gotta watch. I'm pretty much booked the whole, from April 23rd until May 28th. I'm booked. Damn near oh, yeah. well, all you the way up. Listeners, make sure you follow uh, Ruthless Lala, Ms. What That Lariat Do on Twitter at Ruthless Lala. Uh, see all her upcoming uh, upcoming shows. A lot of these will be on IWTV, right? Yes. Okay. Either I IWTV or Title Match Network. Oh, okay. Title oh, Match. Man. Okay. Is Title Match mainly like YouTube, or do they have like their own little service as well? Title Match is exactly like IWTV, but like. In its own caliber, like there's gotcha. a lot like Pro, Mission Pro, and the other and a, and a, and, a, and a few other shows um, are on there. Title Match, so I would definitely say check out Title Match as well. Title Match and IWTV and hell even Fight TV. Like those, mm -hmm. are, if, if you are a true wrestling fan, those are the three to have: IWTV, Fight TV, Title Match Network. All right, yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Lala. I would love to have you back on again and talk about some stuff you have coming up. We've got lots of lots of stories, they, like lots of stuff from Texas wrestling and everything. That's just a awesome. Lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thank you yeah, so much. Was, yeah. Yeah. This was terrific. This was a treat. Thank y'all yeah, so much, man. I, I really do appreciate it, y'all. You guys are, are all fucking awesome. Yeah. Just know that we are going to be following you going forward, and uh, anyone who will listen to the gospel is going to hear about you. Straight up. Yes, yeah, straight I up. 
Thank y'all so much. All right. Y'all be good. <laughs> right. Thank you, Lala. Thank you. Thank y'all, man. <laughs>